This is a networking event. <laughs> this is a tax write-off. Yeah. And this is a lifestyle. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah. And we're the primary hosts of March Bradness, a podcast dedicated to pitting Brad Pitt's movies against one another. Every single movie. Each one. Did you know Brad Pitt's been in a movie every year since like 1986? That's incredible. Yeah. It's, he's a little workhorse. He's got dedication. The way that this started, well, it started from the pun. March Bradness. March Bradness. <laughs> I guess somebody said it. And one of it us. was like, damn, we gotta do an entire podcast based on that. Well, we looked it up and found out that there were like the exact same number of movies. There's enough to fill out an entire bracket. Yeah. So it was like, it was pretty obvious what had to be done. We recruited a group of our friends to assist in making the aforementioned March Bradness bracket. Yeah. Which I guess we should probably like explain. Oh. So here's Joe, Jack, and Maya. Yeah, we've always been here. I was in the show. You're in our house. <laughs> How did I get here is the real question. What's happening? Okay, so yeah, the bracket uh, was set up. We did seating, I believe. What do we have, 56 movies? We have to redo that. So, 54? Yeah, because we had a couple that were, uh, it turned out to be just extras. So. Sarah and I watched, like, us most of the film The Hunk, which is, like, a really bad 80s, like, anti-yuppie movie. Because we thought Brad Pitt would be in it. Turns out he was a man in blue swim trunks, like, ten minutes into the film. So, uh, what we did is we took all of Brad's uh, movies where he has, like, a real world, and we took a look at the Rotten Tomato scores, which we gave a double weight, mm-hmm. and their letterbox scores uh, from users, which, since they're just users, we gave a single weight. And and just, just to clarify, letterbox is, like, a... It's kind of like the social media for cinema users, so so people write a lot of reviews of movies and also use it as like a diary of their of their movie watching. So it, you inherently like movies if you're on that side, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit of a different crowd than critics, though. for sure. And and the Rotten Tomatoes and uh, uh, Letterbox like scores mm-hmm. were very different, yeah, depending on what movie. Right, and you also have a little bit of a difference because Rotten Tomatoes. The individual reviewers are either giving a yes or a no, mm-hmm. whereas on Letterboxd, they're giving one star, two star, three star, four star, five star. So there's a little bit of variation with all of that, which created a little bit of an interesting seating system. And then what we did is we just, you know, uh, if if we ha- were lucky enough to have 64 films, which we're not, we would have had one versus 64, two versus uh, 63, mm-hmm. three versus 61, on and on. But because there's only 54 or whatever, there's like... Uh, 14 or so films that have buys, which means that we're not going to be getting into the really good stuff for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, the good stuff, not based on Brad, but based on their scores Correct. online. Um, so a movie like 12 Years a Slave, which has critics love it, um, that got a buy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really say much about the Brad, but we'll know more about that later. Yeah, it's just like the real NCAA tournament bracket in that uh, the metrics that we use are actually like woefully... They're actually just pretty bad when it comes to predicting who's going to win. Mm-hmm. So I actually feel like that's really authentic. Brad's going to beat Duke this year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a stellar team. We have a range of opinions and backgrounds. Most of us are in the arts or media studies. 
um, and we all share a, a common, uh, I don't know if love is the right word for Brad. Admirate, respect, appreciation. Yeah, appreciation. I, I had a coworker tell, ask, tell me the other day that she's like, I know you love this man, but something, something about his divorce. And I'm like, I like do and I don't. Like, I don't know that I like that I'm like that girl that loves Brad Pitt. But then I also like bought a t-shirt with his face on it from True Romance at Urban the other day. So like. Yeah. At what point does it become, when does it move past irony? I don't know when it happened, but like my ironic crush on Brad Pitt turned into a real crush on Brad Pitt. Which I think really describes like the the total conceit I, of I Merch Brad. I think it speaks to Brad Pitt. Yeah. And we, you know? I think Brad speaks to something culturally. Like, so the yeah. crux of it, when I think of a celebrity, I think of Brad Pitt. Yeah. He's at the top. And it's like... Definitely. We've moved into an era, and I know we've talked about this, where celebrity isn't so much dominated anymore as it used to be because like everyone can be a you know you got your whole kim kardashian and like her thesis and her kim kardashian hollywood the video game available for ios and android uh (laughs) where like anyone can work their way up to being a celebrity through like social media and stuff and they have like i don't know there's that netflix series about that youtube kid the kid i babysit is like oh youtube youtubers and stuff like that yeah us making a podcast. Yeah. Let's all be real. We're trying to get famous here. I want to meet Brad. I really want to meet Brad Pitt. That's my dream. Dream final episode. Brad Pitt Just weighs in. that out there now. On the final two films. It, it used to be, it used to be different. We had the kings and queens of Hollywood and I feel that Brad is the biggest and the children today need to be educated. The goal is to find the ultimate Brad. Not... The best Brad Pitt movie. Mm-hmm. Not even necessarily the best Brad Pitt role, no. you know? Like, not necessarily like, oh, Brad Pitt in Burn After Reading, that's such a fun, you know? Or like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven, that's right. such a fun role. Right, that's it's, so it's how, did, how did he handle what he was given? How is he doing? How is he doing as an actor? As a, as a performer, as a Brad. As a Brad. Is he being the best Brad that he can be? My cat's trying to knock down all the paintings right now. Stop doing that. <laughs> Justin, who do you think the best Brad is? He's going to weigh in. Happy Feet 2? All right. Okay. I, that's my personal. That's really my hope for all of this. <laughs> but I, I want to see. Brad Pitt, I had to Google this on my work computer. Uh, when you see the web history of Brad Pitt, Happy Feet 2 four or five times. That was me, and I'm sorry. Anyway, I had to Google what he played. He plays a krill, not a penguin. He's also not Megamind in Megamind, but the Megamind's enemy. Uh-huh. So oh. he's played several cartoon characters, and I'm interested to see but how that... But he's not in Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron, so... <laughs> uh, no points there. But I'm interested to see... I, I think the animated features are going to be really interesting to yeah. look at. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because you can't rely on yeah. on his physicality as definitely. a Brad. I keep hearing uh, Burn After Reading. A lot of people are predicting that one's going to do really well. I'm getting interviewed with a vampire a lot, but that one's yeah. always tossed around as like a joke. Full disclosure on the onset, I fucking hate interview with a vampire. <laughs> so yeah, there are definitely going to be implicit biases. I know something I have to check is... 
weighing in the hotness of Brad. I, I tried to say this earlier, but I am the only, as far as I know, member of the March Bradness the entire, team. The entire team. The entire team who is attracted to men. That's incredible. So that'll be interesting. I have a, I have my own I have a personal viewpoint, uh, such as whenever I review Legends of the Fall to people, I make sure to mention at least three times that you do, in fact, get to see Brad's butt. You do see his butt. It's got a good butt. Maybe we should give you your own checkbox. Like a little, like butt. a little, like a little corner. Yeah. Like a little, like, yeah. like Hannah, Hannah hour. Yeah, like, Hannah, how hot was he? In Sports Center. Yeah. Do you hear Toby McGuire is in what he calls the Pussy Patrol with Leonardo DiCaprio? No. What and does tabloids that mean? were like, Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt's like, no, nah, I'm a Wait, family what's man. What's the Pussy Patrol? They're gonna, they're getting, they're, they're sleeping with ladies. <laughs> That's not related to March Bradness at all. So I think it's interesting to note that we are starting this podcast at, like, a very crucial moment in Brad's life, okay? Definitely. The, the, the divorce. The end. We are witnessing the end of Brangelina right now. Oof. And End of an era. Yeah. I know a lot of people have asked, like, are you going to do anything about Brangelina? Like, are you going to track that in the movies? And it's like, I mean, I think it'll definitely be interesting to see. Where he was at in his Definitely relationship. think about, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's like a, a quantifiable component. No, I don't know? think so either. Um, but then it's like, look at Inglorious Bastards, and he's probably like feeling all right in his right. marriage. Mm-hmm. Seems to be having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Then you get By the Sea, which is their divorce mm-hmm. movie, and they're like, no, we're fine. And yeah. then they get divorced this year, so like, it's clearly apparent. Worth talking about. Yeah. I really want, I really want to have... Um, Various RuPaul girls come on. So Trixie and Katya, if you're listening, you are you have a you're invited. You have a, we binged such open door. We binged all of RuPaul and All Stars before starting this. Like that was the last media that I consumed. So just a fun fact. Yeah. So stay tuned. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. This uh, is just sort of a preview. This is a preview. Be sure really to, for us more than it is for you. That's true. But you can listen in. Um, follow us on Twitter, which is March Bradness. We have a Facebook. It's also March Bradness. Uh, website is marchbradness.net. Get it? Because nothing but net. It's marchbradness.net. It's funny. It's not because .com was taken. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, stay bratty. Don't be bratty. Be, tip your server. Be nice. Yeah. Be the person Brad would want you to be. Ah, amen. Ugh, love it. I say it every day. All right. Signing off. Signing off. We will be launching officially March 1st. Set your calendars. Keep an eye out. Uh, In the meantime, please rate, comment, and subscribe. Help us get on our feet. Thank you. March Badness is brought to you by us because we don't have any sponsors. It's a homegrown operation. If you want to sponsor us, I will gladly, gladly pitch your product. I don't know if you saw my Kim K ad earlier in this episode, but I can drop things on a dime. So if you're looking to sponsor any up and coming podcasts, pick us.